Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I remember we're, we're down one goal in, in game six, and we, we, uh, we scored a tying goal there. And just the, 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 the loudness in the building at the Air Canada Center. Don't tell me about heart and dedication and resilience. This is unbelievable. It's one of my favorite moments actually being on the ice as a player in the in the Leaf uniform. You scored the tying goal. I did. So we're tied. What else is new? Sports Feld Story Time. We are all the way back in 2002. It is May 28th, 2002. It's game six between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Toronto Maple Leafs, the closest the Maple Leafs have been to a Stanley Cup in the last 20 years. They are basically two wins away from a Stanley Cup. When we last left you, Matt Sundin had just proven to you that you do not talk to Joe Bowen about heart and dedication and <laughs> resilience. I feel like he did that a lot over his career. 21.8 seconds left. Matt Sundin finally pots one. The man. The fucking man. Now, That's as we had talked about a couple times about the Carolina Hurricanes, and I think maybe just... The style of hockey, even pre-lockout, it was 100% based around making you make the mistake and hoping to capitalize it on it. We saw it big time with the first goal scored by a TSN overdrive panelist, Jeff O'Neill, stripping the puck from Thomas Coverley. And unfortunately, 
We will see it again in overtime. But before we even get to that, you know, watching this playoff overtime game and something we did as well in the previous series in the game against the Ottawa Senators, it's a really different feeling than and then than watching basically I think anything else that there is. Hockey sort of gets not hockey, the NHL sort of has this reputation of having the best product with the worst management and sort of the worst everything around it. And I feel like when you're rewatching games like this or the Ottawa one, where you have the emotional connection, the nostalgia connection, the whatever, I think that's when that becomes the most apparent because I'm never going to claim that hockey is my favorite sport by any means, but the Stanley cup, but playoff hockey is really a different beast than any other sporting event. And then when you get to overtime, it really is just, it's painful almost and it's like fun. Like I remember it, we don't have that much, you know, evidence as adults with the Leafs, but I remember in the Washington series in 2016, which was very closely contested multiple overtime series like this one was, that they also lost in six games. Um, like long or massive overtimes. Like it's hard to not watch it just through your hands the entire time. I don't know if it was just because I watched so much when I was in high school or it was a sort of a, a feature of the style of game or if I'm totally wrong about this, but it feels like back around this era, around the early 2000s, and maybe a little bit before and a little bit after, there were more marathon overtime games than I think. I feel like things get yeah. solved maybe a little bit quicker. But I remember in this in this time, you know, as a 14, 15, 16, 17 year old kid, when it, when an HL playoff game went into overtime, I would like bring food downstairs knowing that I was in for another hour plus of entertainment in my basement. Yeah. And you, re- you really do have to sort of strap in back then. And it was also like bring food down or whatever and like ready for an hour plus. And then also sort of like girding yourself against the fact that like, I think hockey is so hockey overtime is so different in a playoff format because it's so quick in a lot of ways, even when the game is slow in the sense compared to other sports where you don't have time to like sit with anything. Whereas like, I think the reason that baseball playoffs are so stressful is because there's so much time between every pitch. You have time to dwell Mm. and to sort of think about what just happened, what could happen, what might happen, what didn't happen before and after and basketball, it's just kind of constant. And, but with hockey, it's just, it's so fast. There, it's just the one goal. So there's no time to react to anything really. It's just anytime the puck crosses the red line into your team's end, it's just panic. Yeah. And and as we saw sort of in that flurry of chances in the triple overtime game in the, in the Ottawa series is often you have chances for both teams basically in the same shift where it is like, because of the, the slowed pace, because guys have been playing for so long and because of, you know, the fatigue and the exhaustion, 
one bad line change can lead to like a minute and a half of just frenzy on both ends of the ice. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. There is hard to find a, a comparison because, you know, in, in baseball, you, you have your turns batting and basketball is in sudden death and, and football is very divided offense and defense. Hockey is really unique in that in the span of a second and a half, a game-winning goal can happen on either side of the ice, and and that is really amplified in the playoffs. It it really becomes, yeah. like you said, you you can only watch it with your hands over your eyes through your fingers. And it's I also think it's because of the margin for error is so slim. Like in baseball, if someone messes up, you still have that baseball randomness to sort of even the scales. Like if and then like you said, in basketball, it's not sudden death, so it's. And baseball's not sudden death either, either, I suppose. Right. But it's it's just, there is that. Is hockey the only sudden death sport? Well, football, I mean, technically. It, oh, right. It I guess football, yeah. But it is, right. Yeah. You could score a touchdown and that would end the game. Right. But that's still a slow plotting thing. Yes. This is just like, it's over. Uh, and it is often over in what feels like that exact snap of the fingers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Maple Leafs, as we talked about in the previous episode, really looking like a team that has already played 20 playoff games were slower and older than the Hurricanes this entire time. And they do get, I forgot about this, but they do get a pretty decent chance about two minutes before this game ends. Gary Roberts leaves a draw pass for Jonas Hoagland and he could not possibly hit Arturs Urbe more square in the chest, like right (laughs) in the logo. (laughs) It's just uh, the Jonas Hoagland experience, I guess. And Urbe does what what girlies do in that age. Is he just immediately lays down on his back? That's what. Yeah. That that was. I do remember that chance, or I'd forgotten it. No, I remember after rewatching it. But I remember being thirteen, and the next day, that was like. I think this happens a lot in all sports, but especially playoff hockey, where you're just like, oh, if this had just done that, the, what the if? Matt Fratten breakaway. Exactly. 
And that that shot is so, I remember that being like, if Hoagland can just get that past him, and then alas, twas not alas. to be. I wanted to bring this up before we before we do get to the game winning goal, but we talked about Arthur Zerbe as I think I called him uh, Kirkland store brand Dominic Kosick. I think one thing that is missing from the modern NHL, and this era I think had it in the perfect dash, is you need one or two totally swaggerless goalies, goalies that wear. Yeah like Canadian tire equipment, like black forward helmet with just a cage on it, white pads, no, like nothing fancy. There's something about him and Chris Osgood <laughs> and Dominic Hasek, just that like looks like somebody didn't take any time finishing the creative player. There's something so annoying yeah, you're about right. losing to a goalie that looks like they're wearing hand-me-down equipment. I feel like he didn't have it so much for the equipment, but I, James Reimer had that vibe to me very mm. much so. Just like a guy you're like, come on, Reimer. <laughs> I mean, we did see the Leafs lose to a actual Zamboni driver. So maybe That's true. Against Carolina. Maybe touche. Maybe I just disproved my own point. But even then, it was like highlight of the year, right? That was... Yeah, there's people... We're still talking about it. We've had a literal worldwide pandemic since then. We're still talking about the Leafs losing to a Zamboni driver. It's going to be a sports field story time one day, years from now. For sure. Oh, absolutely. Because I was whooping it up that night. I was laughing as hard as I've laughed in a long time. It was a lot of fun. I forget his name, but it's cool. David Ayers. David Ayers. Thank you. <laughs> Shows how much impact it had on me. Evidently. Yeah. Scarred for life. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Blocked out that trauma. Clearly. it was That was a funny trauma. This is a trauma. trauma. That was. That's true. That was a funny trauma. So. We talked about mistakes and we talked about overtime ending in a second flat. And that is unfortunately the exact story of this overtime winner. It, it looks as many plays in this series looked. It's just an innocent dump in. Carolina is bringing some pressure, but there's a, there's a, like a release back pass to McGillney. And then he throws it into the boards. I, he's, I know what he's trying to do, but there is nobody there to receive it. <laughs> it's a turnover. It's a quick pass. It's a tip in. And the Carolina Hurricanes are going to the Stanley Cup final. Erickson there, bumped by Svoboda. Behind the net, falling away. It's, uh, I remember being crushed, crushed, crushed. that my boy, that my boy Alex McGillney was responsible as well. I immediately, even now, years later, am trying to not assign blame to McGillney for this play because it's, it's really bad. If you do watch right before he throws it across the ice, right, right before he gets it. I mean, the first thing is he has time to skate it out. He he doesn't need to immediately dump it. But right before he gets it, he's skating right beside Tucker. And then Tucker takes two strides in the exact direction that his pass then goes. 
But by the time the pass is made, Tucker is not on the screen anywhere. He, he obviously <laughs> doubles back to cover the point, I would guess. But man, he is not in the corner. And the Carolina Hurricanes are. And it's a pass out front and a redirection. Bada bing. Yeah. I remember turning off the TV immediately when this goal was scored. <laughs> is that how you react to OT, OT losses? Kind of. Is that how you react to the, it was 4-1? Was that just an immediate TV off quiet? No, that was just sitting in like. You sulk in it. That, yeah. one, that TV actually stayed on for a bit there because yeah. everyone was just sort of like stunned. Yeah. I think, yeah, gen- generally speaking, yeah, TV just turns off in an OT loss. You get up, leave wherever, whatever room you're in, whatever you're doing. It's just off. We're done. Yeah. Because that's what I did. Uh, the Blue Jays losing to the Royals in 2015. It was like that season ended and I was gone within two minutes. I had I paid my bill and walked out of the bar within two minutes of the last out of that of that game. I was like, nope, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was with people. That's Yeah, I think I did that in tw- the, ne- the next year. I was quite drunk, but in 2016 when they lost to Cleveland. It was also just like, check, check, please. Time to leave. Get me the fuck Say out goodbye. of here. Yeah. So the Maple Leafs lose, uh, as they are wont to do. That's what the Maple Leafs do. TVs are off and the Carolina Hurricanes, well, they make the Stanley Cup finals. They, they, they take on the 116-point Detroit Red Wings in the next series, and uh, they get served. Let's be clear. The Leafs would have not beat <laughs> No, with with how with how tired they were and, and how have been destroyed. Totally, totally. I think I think with with how tired uh, the Maple Leafs looked in in this series alone, and Detroit was unbelievable. Like they were an unbelievable team uh, in in two thousand one, two thousand two. One hundred sixteen points. Like I said, they did they did a seven game series against the Avs, which we all remember. Avs Red Wings was. Chef's kiss. That was as good as it got back is that then. The, is that, that was, the Patrick Waugh uh, hot dogging one, or is that one of the many other? Yeah, they played a lot. Red Wings series at that time. It is hard, hard to remember, but but they went seven. So that was a that was a pretty uh, hard fought series as well. But Carolina would win Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals and then be gentlemen swept out of the playoffs, so that Detroit could win the Stanley Cup at home in game five. Uh, so they didn't get much further. I don't think the Maple Leafs would have gotten much further, but no, I can't imagine. So I certainly was ready to watch Maple Leafs Red Wings as the Stanley cup final. I'll tell you that much. I feel like it just would have been a, it's Maple Leafs Red Wings, which would, would have been a thing and B, just like the Leafs actually being in a Stanley cup final would have been like, we all remember last year when the Raptors made the final, how like just making it felt so cool. Mm-hmm. Then everything else was like a bonus. I feel like for the Leafs, that probably wouldn't happen because I think for the Leafs, it's every year is like win a cup or don't come home. Yeah. But <laughs> but I do think like there would have been less getting like gentlemen. Sw- There's no shame in getting gentlemen swept by the 2002 Red Wings. No. There's a little it, bit of shame yeah. of losing to the 2002 Carolina Hurricanes. Literally, Colorado would have been the only team that I think have had a shot at slowing down that Red Wings team, and they almost did it. No one else came close. That Red Wings team, by the way, I assume because they had just locked everything up by this point, because they had 112 points at the end of March. They played <laughs> eight games in April, 
and didn't win a single one. They got three points, four points huh. in April. I assume they just benched everybody, but. There goes my theory that you want the hottest team in the league on the way in. Yeah. Well, if you're the best team in the league, it helps. They lost the first two games of the first round as well. And that was it. They, they lost one series after that and then went seven and then lost one against Carolina. Yeah. So that's a pretty damn good playoff run. But we digress. It's supposed to be at the Maple Leafs. <sighs> I'm just caught up in this Red Wings roster. Sorry. I know. No, I know. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> like nine, nine Hall of Famers on this team. Brendan Shanahan, another Maple Leafs connection. Paul Lidstrom, Robitaille, Eiserman, Larianov, Chelios, Datsuk, Draper, Holmstrom, Boyd Devereaux, Kurt Malkby, Matthew Dandino, Steve Duchesne. <laughs> so good. So good. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Bevel Datsuk at, at 23 years old played 70 games. Damn. I did not know that. Um, there you go. So, Jake. Your your final thoughts on the 2002 Maple Leafs before we look forward and, and the assess the damage after this team uh, lost. My final thought is that in the Stanley Cup finals that year, Kirkland dominant Hasek played actual dominant Hasek, <laughs> which I think is kind of fun. The, the, the least cool goaltending duo <laughs> in the history of the Stanley Cup finals. I'm, I'm Just two dollar store masks going head to head. Yeah. They, they were out of good masks, so they just bought the. <laughs> you got a forward mask and put a bigger cage on it. I don't know. There's I don't know how much there's more to say on this particular Leafs moment, Leafs team. Other than that, I really thought the next year they were going to. They like they'd be back. Mm. I did not see. I did not see the sort of drop off coming. Yeah, and we'll get into this in the in the coming episodes but they do make two more playoff runs with this core um and then boy things get dark things drop off pretty <laughs> substantially after that the league out to get them i'll tell you that much um but we'll get into that it's true it's rigged it, it it's is rigged. it this is, is rigged thing. it's absolutely rigged it should be rigged in favor of the maple Leafs if you're gonna rig it um <laughs> <laughs> We'll get into that. We will talk about the fallout and what happened in the next two playoff runs as well as the depths that they hit shortly after on the next episode next week on Sportsfeld Storytime. Oh, it feels great. I mean, our guys have, uh, have battled hard all season long. Uh, 21 seconds away from clinching it to have that happen. Give our guys a lot of credit. Responded, came out, and found a way to get it done in overtime. So, you know, one with seven seconds, one with 21, and to come back out in overtime and find a way to win it says a lot about our hockey club. How about your goaltender? He's been outstanding for us, and, uh, you know, it, we need contributions from everybody every night if we're going to be successful, and certainly Archie was, was fantastic for us again in this series, and uh, hopefully continue to do it again. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.